Hiring and retraining staff is the most difficult task facing CFOs over the next 12 months. That's according to a Gartner CFO survey held in July of this year. This is also reflected in society's own future CFO summits held across five key markets, including Hong Kong, Indonesia, Malaysia, the Philippines, and Singapore this year. Now, Gartner posits that the tight labor market is a part of a trifecta of factors, including persistent inflation and supply chain disruptions that are set to continue challenging corporate profitability through 2023. In today's podcast for Future CFO, we are joined by Philip Majewick, Senior Director, Alteryx for Asia, to share with us his perspective on how Asia's finance leaders can use data analytics to be strategic enablers of digital transformation and drive business outcomes amid continuing uncertainties. Philip, welcome to Podcast for Future CFO. Thank you for having me, Alan. Good to speak with you today. Data-driven is a common word we've been hearing for the last few years now. Uh, it is a term we've come to associate with organizations undertaking digital or business transformation. So the first question I have for you is, how does fostering a data-driven culture empower the finance team to deliver insights-driven decisions, making them more agile and, and in a scalable manner and help drive business outcomes? I think, Helen, and, and again, thank you for the opportunity. I, th- I think, as you'll probably agree, data is really the lifeblood of, of any digital transformation. And a 2001 Ultrix Commission IDC survey, we, we found that more than 90% of Asia-Pacific leaders really agreeing that data analytics are important for any organization to really stay competitive in, in today's environment and therefore looking to, to adopt more of a data-driven culture. Uh, be it within the office of finance or or across all different business units. But I I think there's some key themes there, Alan, really around which you touched on as well, which the people empowerment is is critical. So building a a data-driven culture and making data analytics accessible to everyone within the organization. Organizations and businesses are really putting the power of of data uh, and the capacity of of their workforce to leverage data in the hands of hundreds or or sometimes thousands of, of different business domain experts, uh, as opposed to just one or two, which may have happened previously and and is still existing in in some organizations. So by leveraging some modern analytics automation platforms, the accounting and and financial teams are now empowering themselves to really sort of carry out processes with greater repeatability, consistency, and, and therefore creating more predictable outcomes for the organization. And I also think, Alan, it's, it's really important focusing on, on building those new capabilities. So modern analytical processes really allows businesses to create brand new capabilities for organizations through uh, innovation programs, as an example. So data analytics is, is really one of the best tools to identify, analyze, and, and, and some complex issues, and really to look at developing solutions and to track progress of how uh, an organization is performing. So turning to technology to, re- to really support some research or extract some valuable insights that may exist within domain expertise, and, and then sharing that wider across the organization. It, it, it really is sort of being embraced by the Office of Finance and, and helping organizations to, to thrive in, in the economy today. You described the benefits, the potential outcomes that can be derived by becoming a data-driven organization. Can you describe, though, the challenges and pitfalls that would impede the Office of the Finance in their quest to become more data-driven? Yeah, I think, Alan, some of those pitfalls that can sometimes hinder the Office of Finance is broken into a couple of different segments. I think there's a lack of 
easy to use tools that enable some of those users of a variety of skill levels to really transform that data into the business insights which is required. I think there's certainly a a shortage of data literate and data confident talent within an organization. And again, these don't need to be highly skilled or highly specialized data scientists. This is upping the data literacy and and upping the, the data capability of your everyday worker who for them may be the most advanced sort of data access they have is 25-year-old Excel spreadsheet. And I also think there's a, a bit of a failure from a pitfall perspective around cultivating the right data-driven culture. So that's boosting the workforce data literacy to really drive the change and create that data culture that requires a very strong leadership at the top to make sure that it it flows across the organization. I think it's McKinsey, actually, who many CFOs have really declared a, a desire to spend more time on digital initiatives, but perhaps fell slightly short on the execution. And that's why it's it's really imperative for the Office of Finance, who have a, a unique insight in, into how businesses operate and, and how they conduct themselves, to really be the linchpin and really help drive the organization to become more data literate. And beyond McKinsey, there are other consultants out there that have said that the chief finance officer, as well as the finance team, needs to become a a strategic business partner to the rest of the business in order to help them navigate the uncertainties that lie ahead of us. If we take our discussion today, which is around data being data-driven and the use of data analytics, how can this technology help the finance team become the strategic business partner that is expected of them? Alan, I think data analytics and emerging technologies are really revolutionizing and in some cases reinventing the finance industry and the role of the finance department. And therefore, you know, the CFO is is evolving far more than perhaps operating as a financial steward. They're really now leading and, and driving the catalyst for strategic digital change. And I think, as you touched on, Alan, looking at, at the sort of backdrop of the economic situation at the moment, businesses are really seeking ways to harness data, to leverage the data that they have accessible to them today, whether they're five years old, 15 years old, or 50 years old. You know, businesses of all all shapes and sizes have accessibility to data, which can really be the game changer for them operating. And I think within the Office of Finance, they can really help to lead the business in, yes, setting financial goals and conducting risk assessments, but but to also look at more critical business decisions and, and forecasting some of their financial planning activities, perhaps moving out by leveraging things like predictive analytics. I, I think if you look at the role, perhaps, of management accountants within an organization, they are at the forefront of driving some of those strategic business decisions, which will then help the business to make decisions around where investments or or future resources need to be allocated in order to be successful in, in the industries in which they serve. Perhaps if you could share some best practices to help guide finance teams as they undertake this finance modernization, including adopting analytics as part of their day to day practice. Yeah, I think to better equip finance organizations and, and, and to equip the CFOs and their finance teams, enterprises can really look at a couple of following areas. I think narrowing or, or certainly closing the analytic skill, skills gap is, is really key. I think to keep pace with the sort of ever-evolving business landscape in the digital age that we're operating in today, Alan, I think it's the World Economic Forum that estimates that 50% of all employees will require reskilling by 2025. And some of the top technologies within that are the likes of data and 
analytics, it's artificial intelligence, so AI. Those kind of skills are amongst the top 10 which are required in order to adopt and accelerate their digital or, or technology transformations. I think here in Singapore, where, where I'm located, we've, we've seen a large uptick in government grants to pr- promote some of the adoption of AI and data analytics and, and to really help strengthen the, the ecosystem and the workforce which is operating here. And I think for enterprises, you know, we're really helping to address that widening analytical gap. So by democratizing data and analytics, we can really help to enable numerous automation across the office of finance. And it's really important to do that in a learner-first, a learner-centric approach so that the user themselves has the confidence to make use of any tool or any platform in order to drive that transformation. And I think, Alan, it's really important, as I sort of mentioned before, that it's irrespective of the business acumen of that individual or the technical skill sets that individual may have. You know, finance teams are rich with data. It's important to give them a no-code, low-code analytics automation tool that really enables them to conduct the analysis that they require in order to better inform and influence the C-suite. And again, I go back to that example, many people within the Office of Finance, it's an Excel spreadsheet for them today, but it may be multiple Excel spreadsheets, Alan, on a weekly, a monthly, a quarterly basis. So how can we better automate some of those processes to help free up their time to focus on other activities and to reduce those repeatable tasks, which can be very time consuming for organizations? What is your advice for CFOs and heads of finance, whether it's uh, payables, receivables, or procurement, as they looked at these new and emerging technologies uh, that the organization needs to gravitate to as part of their transformation without being hindered by the same skills and technologies that you've had for so long? Yeah, and I think, Alan, companies that really have seen the most success have have looked at those labor-intensive processes that exist within the Office of Finance today. And and those intensive processes quite often are prone to fragmentation and operational efficiency. So that's always a good place to start. And I think looking at some advanced analytic solutions, which can help automate some of those tedious and and time-consuming processes and enable finance functions to, as you said, Alan, whether it's accounting, audit, tax, FP&A, payroll, etc., to really help streamline some of those activities. And I think operational analytics and reducing the amount of man hours can really have a a quick win for many organizations by leveraging process automation and a process automation platform such as ours here at Ultrix. So things like data quality checks, they can be automated. Now, yes, they may need some human approving them and, and signing off on the final step. But if you can reduce some of those activities across the department, rather than performing hundreds of manual data extractions and calculations from multiple different departments, you know, deploying an analytical platform that can help integrate some of those different processes so that it more streamlines the approach that you're taking. And we've got multiple sort of examples from uh, customers who've started on their their journey of digital transformation and really been driven by the Office of Finance, whether that's the actorial team who are finding better ways of supporting their their overall business digital transformations to deliver better experiences to, to their end customers right the way down to as we t- we've mentioned a couple of times you know office of finance may have 20 to 30 different worksheets of microsoft excel open perhaps on a monthly basis we have one customer that used to take them 16 hours a month to prepare certain reports because they had so much data across these different worksheets so we help to automate those processes and reduce it down to one hour per month by making some of those again giving the the non-technical person within the finance team the accessibility to manipulate some of that data in a, in a far seamless way and put in place a recurring workflow in our case, which will help automate some of those activities moving forward. 
Sounds fascinating. One last question I need to ask you. Given all the emerging technologies that continue to evolve, as well as best practices that are coming up as a result of some of these technologies, what is your prediction or guidance for finance teams in 2023? Yeah, I, th I think, Helen, 2023, you know, the economic uncertainty at the moment around 2023 is going is to be quite interesting. But I think, you know, there's, there's a huge amount of inefficiencies that can be tackled fairly early. And, and I think the finance department is, is so rich with data. So it's it's really imperative to, to get started on that journey early. Be clear, you don't have to have the exact sort of outcome in mind day one, but be clear on where you want to get by the end of 2023 and break that down into some smaller steps. Identify the users across your organization who, who may embrace and have a little bit more time to, to get stuck into new technologies to help them on their journey. And then really for, for everyone, as it is in, in all walks of life, it's about taking that first step, embracing that journey and really starting to reap the benefits that will come with it and, and importantly, identify the, the ROI that can be driven as a result of it. Store that, make use of it, and, and then really sort of help to, to push on as a whole, not just across finance, but across any organization to really embrace digital and uh, technologies which may exist. Philip, thank you for joining us on Podchats for Future CFO. Thank you very much for having me, Alan. I much appreciate it. That was Philip Magwick, Senior Director, Alteryx for Asia, on the topic of finance as strategic enablers, proof analytics. You are listening to Podcasts for Future CFO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for our free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podcasts for Future CFO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podcasts for Future CFO. Bye for now.